This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We're going to talk about sleep. Some of the things we want to remember is that um, it can be it can be quite common to have nights where we don't get a full night's sleep. Um, and actually, insomnia is common in adults. And there's, uh, the, you know, it's been quoted in one in three have a co- occasional bouts uh, and one in 10 suffer with chronic insomnia. So I want to talk to you about how to make those occasional nights not turn into chronic bouts or chronic insomnia. Um because one of the things that's actually caused when you don't get enough sleep is anxiety. So it's like if you already have anxiety and then you start not sleeping, you're just constantly fueling the fire of your anxiety and your stress hormones that are keeping you in that anxious state. Um, You know, when we look at it, uh, insomnia is due to a lot of um, different reasons, but it's largely psychological. Um, And some of the following that I'm going to read off play a big part in not being able to get enough sleep. And that's chronic stress. It's being tense. It's having depression, Um, anxiety. And of course, anxiety causes insomnia. Insomnia causes anxiety. That constant feeling of rumination, Um, caffeine, uh, pain. These are some of the other more physical things. Um, hypoglycemia, uh, uh, overeating, undereating. If you are hungry at night, you will be woken up. Your body will wake you up. Um, high sugar or fat diet, um, meaning just off, like your fuel mix is off. Um, and B, B complex deficiencies, people with asthma and People with indigestion often don't sleep well either. So some of the tips we'll get into later will address some of those things. Um, But, you know, we want to concentrate mostly on eliminating or reducing the things that cause us to not sleep. You know, then we can um, start bolstering in other ways. But first, we want to get rid of the obvious things and the things that we do have in our own control. No reason to throw your hands up in the air and just, you know, say, you know, this is going to be my life. I'm going to be miserable. I can't sleep. 
Um, so let's let's see some of the things that we can do. Um, we want to we want to begin by being able to to calm the fears. And one of the fears is um, when we we get this idea in our head that we, we don't get enough sleep and we really overreact to it. We become afraid of our sleeplessness and that fear causes more anxiety and the anxiety causes more of our stress hormones to be coursing through our bodies, causing us more anxiety. It's that endless loop, that cycle that we talk about, that people who say that they just have general anxiety, it's because they're always throwing kindling on that fire. You know, there's always enough in there enough fuel to keep it going so we want to remember that just not sleeping when we're laying there in our bed take it one night at a time and say just not getting enough sleep tonight is not going to really harm me so that can start to relax the body a little bit just bring it down a couple of notches and be like okay this is just what it is right now we want to be in that present moment and not be thinking about the past that we didn't sleep well for the last three weeks or going into the future and being afraid that we won't sleep well ever again. That is what fuels the fire of anxiety. Another thing we want to remember is that not everyone needs the same amount of sleep. Uh, So a lot of these things that we see quoted on how many hours you should get and so forth and so on and that you should get a full night's sleep every night Um, for best health, a lot of that is a lot of scare out there about not getting enough sleep. Well, I can tell you from being a mother of two small children back many years ago, I went years without full sleep. If you have more than one child and you have your children close together, there's a chance that you just don't sleep through the night for years. And you know what? You don't go crazy and you don't die. And you don't necessarily have to have any other symptoms around it. Your body can help you take care of it. The biggest problem is worrying about it, is stressing about it, and throwing ourselves into that state of anxiousness so that we have stress hormones coursing through our bodies. So we be, don't be afraid of the lack of sleep. That's half the cure is just not worrying about it. Because one of the things that is most important is to let the body relax. Even if you're not totally asleep, having the body in a relaxed state is so helpful. And it's it's rejuvenating, it's restful, and you are not generating any more stress hormones. So, um, Not being fearful of the lack of sleep, again, is half the cure. Let go of the rope and let go of the worry first. So we want to have relaxation time, even if we're just laying in the bed. And so some of the things that we can do in our bed is to do the body scan meditation. And I don't like to have electronics in the room. Uh, if you can avoid it, we'll talk about that in a minute. But if you can just learn the body scan, read it a few times, practice it a few times when you're fully awake and conscious, uh, you know, get it into your head what it is, and then practice it when you wake up in the middle of the night. It's actually one of the laying down meditations that many people can't even get through because they fall asleep. 
Well, that's a great thing when it's 3 a.m. So give that one a try, the body scan. I know that you can actually go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and on that homepage, you're given a choice. You can either go right into the website or you can click the button on the left, I believe it is, and you'll get um, the body scan audio, 10-minute audio for free. So that would be a great way for you to be able to learn it and uh, do that during the daytime so that you can just do it in your mind, in your bed at night when you wake up. So that's one of our little tips. Um, Some of the other tips that we have, I'm just going to read some of these that we went over. This information is from our skill sheet, uh, which I don't usually do on the podcast, but the sleep is such a big issue. I thought I'd share this with everyone. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Um, some of the the things that you can do for yourself is to have a light carbohydrate rich snack at bedtime. And that means like fruit or, um, v- you know, vegetable or multigrain crackers or some rice, some toast, rice cake, something like that that's carbohydrate rich, it'll help you fall asleep and stay asleep. Um, Unless you have particular blood sugar issues or something, and then you would need a little more care around developing a nighttime snack. But for most people, a light carbohydrate rich snack, uh, some crackers and a little bit of nut butter or something would be a great thing to help you uh, stay asleep during the evening. And another piece is to be done eating Uh, an hour before bedtime, and that includes that snack we just talked about. You want to have that done uh, an hour before bedtime, and any bigger meals you want to have done even sooner, um, three hours before bed. Uh, You want to eliminate all caffeine. I know this is a hard one for people, but it's extremely important. If you cannot fall asleep or you cannot stay asleep all night, 
or you have anxiety, period, you want to be done with caffeine for a while. It doesn't have to be forever. I have two cups of coffee now a day, but back when I was struggling with anxiety, I gave up caffeine. I would try some decaf coffee here and there, and when I was extremely sensitive, even the decaf was too much for me. So um, look at your caffeine consumption. It's hidden all kinds of places, and one of the ones that people miss all the time is chocolate. So check it out. Another thing you want to avoid is, um, or keep to a minimum is alcohol. One serving at dinner time max if you are having difficulty sleeping and have that end at dinner time because alcohol will, it feels like it relaxes you and it does and it helps you to fall asleep, but it is not conducive for staying asleep. So limit that to only one, uh, perhaps glass of wine at dinner time. Um, at the most. So if you have snoring, I um, highly suggest you have that uh, evaluated because you may have sleep apnea and that may be, you know, causing all kinds of difficulties for you. If you have the indigestion kind of things going on, you want to raise the head of your bed with some bricks under those, um, the head of the bed feet. Uh, and you might want to try sleeping on your side instead of your back. These are just some little things that uh, really help people when they start putting the pieces together. They go, oh, I, you know, when I did this and this, two things, it really relieved some of the stress and they were able to sleep all night. Um, adding things, I would suggest using melatonin, 0.3 milligrams, which is a t small amount for, and that is for resetting your biological clock from when you've traveled or when you've had some difficulty with sleeping and you've been into napping or something and you feel like your rhythm is really um, gone off balance, that would be a good thing to try. Uh, melatonin is the hormone that's released when we uh, when the evening comes, when the sun is setting, and uh, when we are off with that, and as we age, we begin to not produce as much melatonin, but the melatonin is what keeps us asleep for the whole evening. It isn't so much for falling asleep, but staying asleep. So if you notice you wake up the same time every night, it may be due more to your melatonin, maybe your uh, your uh, clock, your inner uh, circadian rhythm clock is off, uh, from traveling. So I would try the 0.3 milligrams in the evening of melatonin for that. Um, you want to keep your screens and your lights off for an hour before you go to bed. And that's really helpful because our eyes need to actually get that light early in the day. Um, we, we tend to have uh, the, the time when we've 12 hours after we've gotten bright sunlight, uh, is when our body's ready to to start going to sleep. So, you know, normally that would be like nine ten o'clock in the morning if you were out, you know, living a life as we did for how long on this planet, um, early in the day, getting all that light, and then we were ready for going to sleep. You know, eight nine o'clock, uh, even earlier in the winter months. So want to get as much bright light as you can early in the day but and the the problem with the screens is that light mimics sunlight in that the blue light makes us uh it stimulates us and keeps us awake so you can either 
wear the yellow uh, shooter's glasses. That can help block that light and make it more yellow. Um, and it's not as stimulating. Or you can add the F.Lux to your computer. I have that on so it turns on at the sunset time. And it changes the color on the computer. It's way less blue and much more yellow oranges. Now, it's not a complete fix, but it really does help. So I would highly suggest adding that. And I heard, I don't know this for a fact, but I heard that I, uh, that uh, iPhones also had that available as an app now for the phones. So that would be very helpful. Um, let's see. I listed some homeopathics that you could try. And the reason I like homeopathics is because they have no side effects. And the first one that I like, and I have recommended this one for many, many, many years, <clears throat> is the Calms Forte, and that's made by Highlands. You can get that at any health food store, and actually a lot of pharmacies carry it also. Another um, supplement or homeopathic that you can use is Chamomilia, and that's by Boyron. And they also make another one, a combination called Quietude. And again, those are homeopathics. They are um, easy to take. They have absolutely zero side effects. And many people get, ex get beautiful results and relief from using them. So I would try those. Um, if you listened to the last podcast, you would know that you can also use magnesium. We had Dr. Carolyn Dean on the show, and she is the author of The Magnesium Miracle. And... Um, you would have learned in that episode that um, calcium is really is contraction of the muscles and magnesium is the relaxation for the muscles. So as a, as a, uh, as a whole in the United States, we've been taking um, calcium supplements and not using enough magnesium. Um, and a lot of people could use the relaxation of the magnesium. There's a lot of reasons that we are magnesium deficient and you can listen to that show for more information, but I highly suggest a warm Epsom salt bath in the evening. That's a lovely way if you have difficulty sleeping because the warm bath is great because then when you go to bed, it feels cooler. The air around you feels cooler, which is conducive for sleeping. So that brings me to another tip that which is to keep your room cool. 68 degrees or lower the best thing is to have a cool room with your blankets you know or your comforters um, I live in a warm climate and it can be difficult to keep the rooms that cool in the summertime and I just love it when we can uh, keep the windows open in and it's winter and we can have the the chill in the air and have it 68 degrees or lower that's the best way for sleeping for most people obviously this is um, personal and you have to work that out for yourself but keep trying lower temperatures and see how you do another thing is is if you are um, menopausal or premenopausal perimenopausal you can keep your feet out from under the covers because it's a great way to keep a little more coolness on yourself and I know women in that stage of life are often just the, we just generate a lot of heat at that point so do what you can to keep cool it helps with the sleep uh, to keep you asleep you can do some 
you know, some gentle yoga or stretching, unwinding, but not stimulating. And a really big tip is to go to bed before 10 o'clock. If you can be asleep before 10 p.m., you get um, two hours of sleep before midnight, which is really big. That is much more nourishing than the sleep that we get later, later in the um, night or in the early morning. So the earlier you can go to bed, the better. Um, and the way to do that is to another tip, which is to not nap during the day. You may be tired, but napping can really start to disrupt people's regular sleep patterns. So I would say if you feel the need for a nap, the best thing to do is to sit and meditate, to relax, to do a full body relaxation instead of a nap. I have a whole bunch more tips, but I think that's going to do it for today because I see that our time is running out. Maybe I can pop a few more of these in there. Oh, the electronics. This is extremely important to keep the electronics out of the bedroom or at least away from the corner of your room where your bed is and and to not be looking at your phone or your clock over and over again during the night. If you do wake up, don't look at the clock. Have an alarm go off or something so that you know you get up in time, but try not to be watching the clock. It really sets us up for more anxiety. Oh, it's 2.30. Oh, it's 2.45. It is not a good thing. Just lay there and do the body scan if you wake up and do not concern yourself with the time. You can't change it and it's already happening, so there's no need to be overly stressed about it. Anyway, I love having you all with me. I hope that this was helpful to you. I don't know... um, how many tips I gave, but I hope along with these tips that you will also remember to be kind to yourself when you wake up in the middle of the night. It is not the time to beat yourself up for not sleeping and just be gentle, be kind, do the body scan or say your prayers, do your mantras and relax. There's nothing you can do about it. So drop the rope. It is a perfect time to just lay there and be I guarantee you, when you get tired enough, you will fall asleep. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.